coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Stay cool, have a great summer. Your friends, NCS. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with ya. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I am joined as I am always joined by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going great, Patrick. On my way over here today. I love it. I love it when you share, a, when you save a story for when we actually start recording, because <laughs> we've been chatting for a little while already. Yeah, that's right. That's I, right. I, I, I love that yeah. you've had this locked and loaded, uh-huh, uh-huh. stone-faced when I'm like, do you have anything else you want to say before we start recording? And you're like, no. Saving this one in the holster, the story holster. Yep. Um, on my way over here, I listened to what I think is the first like Roy Orbison song that I have ever like been aware that I'm listening to a Roy Orbison song. Okay, great. And the reason why this struck me is I'm like, why does this name sound so familiar? And then it is, of course, because I think that is the character that is the uh, singer songwriter. Who Roy, our favorite Koopa kid, is named after? I'm I'm googling it right now. Roy Koopa namesake. Who is Roy Koopa named after? Drum roll. It's Roy Orbison. Yay! Mark, you're right. I mean, otherwise it would have been fine if it wasn't because right. then I just would have uh, looked liked. a fool. <laughs> I would have just liked a song by somebody who a Koopa kid was not named after. And there are a lot of musicians that I enjoy right. that uh, Koopa kids have not been named after. Andrew Bird. Um, <laughs> Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. I'm I'm glad. What was the song? Do you remember? Uh, anything you want. You got it. Right. That's that one. Anything. Yeah. Yes. You yes. Want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is that one. It is that one. Um, Mark. Speaking of anything that you want, my copy of Sonic Forces for the Nintendo Switch. You know you want it. If you want to borrow it, all you got to do is email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com and give us a mailing address where I can send you my copy of this game to play for as long as you want. You play it, you send it, uh, I send it, you play it, you send it back, I pay for postage two ways, to you and back from you to me. Um, here's something that might happen, a copy of Untitled Goose Game may be in there instead. There's no controlling it, it's just something that happens. Uh, it's Untitled Goose Game. No one can. Uh, no one has any sway or influence over what that game does or does not do. Here's something that you do have influence over. You can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, if you leave us a five-star review, it helps out the show. It helps people discover the show. It helps Patrick and I feel okay about ourselves. And we will <laughs> give you a shout-out on the show. Um, so if you uh, want a shout-out from us, maybe that... That could be an incentive. And that could help you feel okay about yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mark, I, I like that in in, we, in the recent weeks, we have I've downgraded. I've stepped it down. We've right. stepped From it down. feeling great about ourselves to feeling good about well, ourselves. Well, you know, as life continues right. to happen, right. you know, you realize uh, there's a lot of stuff going on out there. <laughs> so, I look... It's very specific, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> but five-star reviews definitely help. And, uh, you know, what... What more could anybody ask? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of things that you engage with, like a product that you buy that you're like, this product will make me happy at least for a little while. Right. And you're like, oh, I'm part of the like capitalist machine <laughs> that's like grinding the world into a you uh-huh. know an early um, environmental decline. Yeah. Um, but uh, leaving us a five star review, I would say a uh, not only a net positive for the world, but a gross positive for the world. There's no downside to it, as far as I can tell. Yeah, there is Great no point. downside. <laughs> Great point. There could be a downside hidden in there somewhere. Let's not look into it, Mark. Let's get into our main topic. We are going to be giving high high school yearbook superlatives to characters from games that we have played over the last school year. I'm playing the transition music so we can explain it further. All 
All right, Mark. So let's explain what exactly it is we're doing here. Um, so we are going to assign uh, superlatives, honorifics, what have you, the way that you would in a high school yearbook, best hair, best eyes, most likely to succeed, and the rest. Yes, exactly. And so we are going to be using the games that we played in 2020 through up to this point in 2021 yes. as like the characters that we can pull from yeah. for these superlatives. We can say that they are like the classes, right? Does that work? That's a mess too. <laughs> that doesn't work. Um, but yeah, so the, the, those are where all the like cast of characters come from. Uh, and we are going to be uh, using, um, is it Shutterfly's? Mm-hmm. Shutterfly's list of 100 clever yearbook, yearbook superlatives. Um, before we get into it, Mark, were you ever awarded a superlative of any kind in, in, in your yearbook? I was. What? Actually. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I, I, when I, my graduating year, I was awarded most talented. Wow. Mark, that's very good. I, bl- I don't believe that we had any superlatives mm-hmm. um, in my yearbook. Yeah, I wonder how common superlatives yeah. are in yearbooks nowadays, or if it's all... Um, yeah, or they just don't include it anymore. I mean, I feel like there's a real likelihood that like they start to go mean or like well, too I, broad. Uh, or... Actually, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they do exist and they're probably pretty common because again, in the year of our Lord 2021, yes, uh, it was Shutterfly updated their list of a hundred clever su- yearbook superlatives. Right, so but... they can't be that obscure. I'm just saying, as far as like our nostalgia for high school is concerned, like we're locked in like a 1950s sort of version of it, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, right. We're we're still seeing uh, Saved by the Bell, which I know is a 90s slash 80s show, but like is looking back to the Riverdale sort mm-hmm. of uh, 1950s high school. I mean, I, it is completely fair to say you and I have not been in high school for a long, so time. long, such so a long time. I have absolutely no clue whether this is still a thing or not, but I suspect it is still a thing. Um, so, uh, Shutterfly is kind enough to, uh, break them out into separate, uh, categories, and there are 10 different, um, superlatives in each category. Um, we are going to roll a die to randomly select one of those superlatives, and then between the two of us, we will decide which character from the games that we played over the last 18 months or so will get that superlative. I should have explained it that way from the beginning. <laughs> uh, okay, so the, the first category here, do we want to read through the categories first or just like take them as they come? Let's take them as they come, but I think we should read each of the 10 possibilities oh, in each okay. category. Oh, that's fun. Okay, so uh, the first category, classic yearbook superlatives. Um, this is best all around, biggest flirt, class clown, cutest couple, uh-oh, life of the party, most athletic, most changed, most likely to succeed, most unforgettable, and most unique, which I would say is definitionally redundant. But we will <laughs> we will ignore that if we get it. Uh, Mark, I'm going to roll for this category. Okay, here we go. It is number one. We are doing best all around. Wow. Uh, a, a, a tough category, uh, arguably because I'm not sure totally what it means. Best all around. Okay, so... Um... I feel like this is a big gun to pull out this early, but it's best all around. Yeah. Uh, and last year was, of course, the 35th anniversary of Mario. So, you know, Mark, you played uh, Paper Mario the Origami King. We both played a lot of the games in the 3D uh, Mario All-Stars collection. I played a lot of Super Mario Brothers 35. I keep playing new Super Mario Brothers um, uh, uh, U. Um, no, what's it called? Super Mario 3D World. We played Super Mario... Uh, uh, New Super Mario Brothers 2. I think the answer for this is Mario. Mario is best all around. Yes. So um, we have to pick two for each category. Oh, we do? Yeah. Okay. Generally, in the past... Explain is... the rules to me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, in the past, and again, it was, it's been a long time since I've been in high school, it has been traditionally like a boy and a girl. Oh, okay. But I think in this case... I, I don't think we should necessarily feel beholden to that. Right. I think it can be um, two of any gender. Sure. So just, just that or there no is... no gender a, at all. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so this will just be a, a, a category where we have, or for all categories, uh, where we nominate two people. Yeah, there will be two winners. Okay. I think Mario is a great one. I think that makes total sense. 
like you said, we celebrated Mario 35 for many months, had an entire month dedicated on this show. Mario is best all around for sure. Yeah. Um, do you have then uh, an idea for second best all around? Looking, like thinking of the games that I played last year, looking at what we have, I know it was pretty recent, but what about, how do you feel about Pit from Kid Icarus? Pit is an interesting pull, but I almost feel like he's better suited to many of these other categories. Mm-hmm. Class Clown, for example. Um, uh, hold on, wait, I got to pull the list back up. Um, most Athletic, Life of the Party. Like, I, I feel like all of those, um, I don't know, like, may- maybe, may- maybe he's good for best all around. He certainly did lead a full month of your and my gaming ex- ex- existence, right? Right. But maybe for that reason, I am um, uh, rating him too high. Mm. Uh, so here's, here's a pick. An- another character from games that we played fairly recently. Uh, what about Ayumi from Famicom Detective Club? Ayumi. Which She's one like was Ayumi? The, the, uh, like, um, uh, in the missing air, she's the other detective oh, right. at the agency. Yes. yes. Uh, in the girl who stands behind, she's like the, well, she becomes a detective, detective at the, but is also kind of like the, everybody has a crush on her. Right. Right. But in, in, she also ends up sort of being like the glue that ties the two stories together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that. Let, let's put, put Ayumi as the. Uh... She's a person of action. Mm-hmm. She uh, contributes greatly. She's. Not afraid of danger. She runs into danger. Right. In fact, she will drug you for the opportunity <laughs> to get into danger. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> a big props for anybody who's willing to drug me to get into danger. Oh, boy. I don't know if we should be encouraging that. But, okay, uh, that's, I feel like that's a, that's a good pick. Mark, would you like to lead us through the second category uh, of uh, superlatives from Shutterfly.com? Yeah, so our second category is appearance-based yearbook superlatives. So this includes best car. <laughs> Best celebrity lookalike, best dressed, best eyes, best hair, best laugh, best smile, most likely to be MCM and WCW. We'll have to figure what that out. I'm yeah. going to Google it now. Okay. Um, most likely to get ID'd when they're 30 and tallest or sh- and shortest. I'm uh, going to... Oh, do you want to... Yeah, roll, roll the die. You can okay, roll the die. Okay, all right, all right. So uh, we are doing number four. Four best eyes. Okay, so MCM and WCW are either uh, Man Crush Mondays or Wednesday Crush Wednesdays? Possibly. Luckily, we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to figure it out. <laughs> that feels not right to me, but also possibly. Could be right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, best eyes. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Do you, do you have a, do, any any early contenders for you for for best eyes? I and maybe just because I want to talk about this character. Yeah. Um regardless. And so uh I'm going to bring them up now. Scott Howell from Monster Prom. Um this is the werewolf like jock character. Oh, Scott. And uh this is the Scott is the one who I tried endlessly to get to like me and was never successful i could never figure out what scott's like deal was he's tough he's a werewolf jock Mm -hmm. you know who is very good at romancing this character ryan mogi oh really (laughs) yeah and she goes right for him (laughs) (laughs) me i go after that computer head guy calculester (laughs) um that's a great pick. Uh, I think Scott's got what? What's it? What are his, what's his last name? Howell. Howell, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, Scott Howell is a great pick. Uh, so that leaves... he has like dark blue, like piercing dark blue eyes. Yeah, and he's wearing like shorts that are like too short for him, and like he's busting out of his shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a handsome wolf man. There's no denying it. Um. Okay. So for best eyes. Um, why don't you run down some of the games that you played last year? Sure. See if like it's tough because I, I I feel like there's there's an obvious answer that I'm missing and I don't know 
like I can't really pinpoint what it is. But so I, I played the Lost Viking games, both one and two. Uh, played the Donkey Kong Country games, so like the Donkey Kongs are in there. Candy? No, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Here's who I am going to say. Okay. I'm going to say um, Terra from Final Fantasy 3 slash Final Fantasy 6. Um, and it is because her eyes are not just beautiful eyes, but they have the sort of like echo of uh, Esper energy because she is, in fact, part human, part Esper. She is magical and her eyes are commented on as something that is different, makes her unique throughout the course of the game. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, Tara Branford, I believe is her last name, uh, for best eyes. Nice. Um, all right. Back to Shutterfly's <laughs> list of 100, whatever they are, superlatives, creative superlatives. Next category is funny yearbook superlatives. Included here, beauty and brains. I'm already laughing. Best bromance. Do we only pick one for that? Okay. Uh, best click. Cutest couple that never was, most likely to be on Catfish, most likely to drive to class, <laughs> most likely to drop his or her phone in the toilet, most likely to have a child born addicted to Starbucks, most likely to sleep through an earthquake, and most likely to survive the Hunger Games. Mark, I'm rolling to die now. Which one did I throw? Seven? Uh, most likely to drop his or her phone in the toilet. Okay. I'm going to come out early here and say Captain Toad. <laughs> what a nerd. Captain oh <laughs> Toad my gosh, has yeah. 100% dropped his phone in the toilet. Um, yep. I just, I don't, I, 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 that seems like a self-evident thing to me. Uh, I don't think I have to explain it. Yeah, that would, um, man, I don't, I wouldn't want to be Captain Toad in high school, would you? No, you know he gets picked on so much. That's got to be a rough year. Because, <sighs> like, also, he won't shut up about, like, looking for treasure. No, that's the Everyone's thing. Everyone's just going to like... class, and he's, like, looking around, like he thinks he's in Hogwarts or something. <laughs> You're not going to find a hidden staircase, buddy. Okay. Um. Also, okay, so my pick for most likely to drop phone in, in the, the toilet. toilet. Yeah. Looking at some of the games I played last year, Donkey Kong Country 2, mm -hmm. Genosia, Just Dance 2020. It's tough. A lot of these characters you don't see using phones. Right. What about uh, any of those like Tokyo Mirage Sessions characters? Oh, yeah. Do you know who I'm going to pick? That's a great call. Uh, from Tokyo Mirage Sessions, I'm going to go ahead and pick uh, Subasa. She is, like, the one that you have a crush on. She is the character that um, does that typical anime trope where it's, like, she, she doesn't, she's really awkward, but yeah. then she can, like, turn on the sex appeal on, like, a dime. But she's, like, who, me? Like, I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even notice. Uh, because she, like, wants to be an idol. And so through the whole thing, she's kind of, like, building up her confidence and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so, and she can... You have the option at the beginning of the game, and you can change it throughout the entire game, but at the beginning, one of the core things that the game asks you when, before you can begin is do you want her to wear glasses or not? Very important. And I feel like that yeah. kind of, like, nerd energy leads her to be... Because, like, the fact that you have the option is that is a core choice, whether she wears them or not, she has that, like, I wear glasses energy yeah. that leads me to believe that she could very likely drop her phone in the toilet at any time. Now, as someone who wears glasses every day, let yeah. me assure you, I have never once dropped my phone <laughs> in the toilet. But you could. I and I never will, Mark. <laughs> well, I'm I'm a I'm a secret glasses wearer. Like I wore glasses for uh like 20 years of my life and then I had LASIK and will probably be I stare at computers all day, so we'll be joining the glasses club uh shortly, I'm sure. And so I may look like I might not drop my phone in the toilet. <laughs> But I assure you I could at any moment, even if I'm not near a toilet. That's interesting. Is it possible that I wear glasses but do not have wears glasses energy? It's possible. But it's not, it's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I, I feel like we came up with two, two good answers there. Um, most likely to drop their phone in the toilet is both Captain Toad and uh, Subasa. Can we take just a moment to what is most likely to drive to class? I think that's supposed to be like a, 
like a, a dig at um like they're lazy that like they're not walking to class they're driving i i don't know i honestly i i, I don't know yeah i'm not entirely sure i'm trying to meet it halfway and I, yeah. I don't understand yeah uh so up next is socially outgoing yearbook superlatives these include best dancer best entertainer biggest gossip biggest prankster most affectionate most involved most liked by parents most likely to never be single most likely to talk your ear off, and most spirited. Now, Mark, are you going to get jealous if we have to assign someone else best entertainer? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be angry about it. I'll do it because it's my job on this show, but I'm not going to be happy about it. Um, number six. Most, most involved. involved. Boy, okay. that, that, is a, that is a curious one. Which of the characters in games that we have played would... Are we saying, like, is most involved in, like, the world of their game or, like, would be most involved in high school? And is, is there really a difference? Yeah, I, I would say, like, not too much of a difference. I'm, I'm looking at this through the lens of, like, somebody who is doing, like, the most. Right. Right? They're, right. like, um, this character or this person is there in, like, volunteering. They're, you know, like, maybe also participating in sports, but finding time to do band and drama you know like they're like doing it all right and this is also a person that probably all the other authority figures in the school know this person by name yeah oh right? totally and that they call this is a this is the student who calls like the principal secretary by her first name <laughs> and yeah this person can pretty much get away with anything <laughs> right yeah they rule the school um i have a pick but i would like you to go first okay um Unless you want me to go. I, I think I, I'm perusing what I have or like what um, I, I would like you to go. Okay, so uh, this, this, is a, this is one that I feel like is uh, obvious, but we have to remember that Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity came out uh, w within the last year. Um, so I got to go with Zelda. Mm. Like Zelda mm. is, I mean. Zelda has total like uh, senior class vice president, yep. like real uh, like young school marm energy. Right. None of the rest of the champions are coming together without Zelda being like, hey, guys, you know, we'll get more done if we work together. <laughs> she is the Hermione of Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think I think we got to go with Zelda as mo <laughs> most involved. Yeah, I, I think that is totally that's a really good pick. Um, so I am going to actually I'm struggling. I was going to pose somebody, but I don't believe in it. Um. Let's let's see what we have going on. Mm, let's see what else. I love that Pac Man ninety nine is on this list. <laughs> it's a game as we the, played. As a character. I mean, Picross S two is on this list as well. Um, yeah. Who else? Most involved. Okay, so I didn't play th this game, but I am going to because it is on the list. I'm gonna. Oh, darn. Never mind. Never mind. All right. All right. All right. Well, mm. <laughs> we could probably shorten this. Sure. Yeah. What are you thinking? What are you, what are you circling, Mark? Okay. Well, originally I was looking at uh, Pikmin 3. Sure. Right? Because I was thinking, but that's because my mind was focused on Olimar. Yeah. But Olimar, of course, appears in Pikmin 3, but is not a main character of Pikmin 3. What, what is the name of the main character of Pikmin 3? I forget his name. Don't you get to choose between? Aren't there like three? There are three, but you definitely start as one of them. Um, and his name is like Louis or something, but that's probably not right. Um, and Brittany. How do you feel about Ring from Ring Fit Adventure? Ooh, that is a good pull. Um, the Ring, who talks to you incessantly throughout. Mm -hmm. um, very motivational. Very motivational. Has a history with uh, Drago. Um, seemingly, they were like partners or something at some point. Right. But it means that Ring has a lot of like knowledge about the land and a lot of experience in that world. I think that makes sense. I think the Ring is a good answer here. Um, so Zelda and the Ring are uh, getting our nominations for most involved. 
Uh, Mark, back to the Shutterfly list. Um, these are the personality-based yearbook superlatives. They go like this. Best shoulder to cry on, biggest drama king or queen, most accident-prone, most gullible, most likely to be late for class, most likely to brighten up your day, most likely to put something off until tomorrow, most likely not to change at all, most opinionated, and most upbeat attitude. I am rolling the die. Number two, biggest <laughs> drama king <laughs> or queen. Well, I have one for this right off the bat. Yeah, lay it on me. Um, so you played a little bit of WarioWare Gold and Wario. Sure, I'll believe it. I can it. think of no bigger drama queen yeah. than Wario. Um, yeah, no, that is that is such a good pull. He is always the center of attention. He has to put together his own collection of mini games for everyone to play. Uh, yeah, wa- Wario 100%. I feel like there's got to be a good biggest drama queen from Hades. Which, as you know, I played a lot of this year. <laughs> um, hmm. So I think, I think I'm gonna go with Aphrodite. Um, you know, uh, the uh, goddess of love and beauty. Uh, is uh, very kind, but like kind in a sort of weaponized way, you know, where she is uh, subtly um, positioning the other Olympian gods against each other to try and get, like, closer to you as you're struggling to uh, escape from hell uh, and escape your father's domain. Um, yeah, I'm going to say she's the biggest drama queen. That's a good one. And a different type than, like, Wario, who's really overt about it. Well, right. I mean, I, I feel like Aphrodite's a drama queen with like purpose right that mm-hmm. there's a reason that she's doing it uh whereas wario that's like he has no other gears to engage yeah yeah right. totally okay so up next is profession-based yearbook superlatives so most likely to be president <laughs> most likely to be the next bill gates oh boy most likely to become a comedian most likely to become a motivational speaker most likely to become a professional athlete most likely to become a travel blogger most likely to end up on Broadway, most likely to make millions, most likely to open a yoga studio, and most likely to star in their own reality show. Oh my god, I can already tell you I'm going to have a hard time with this one. <laughs> okay, I'm rolling the dice, and we're number three, most likely to become a comedian. I'm claiming Pitt right now. <laughs> Pitt will not shut up in Kid Icarus Uprising. And I love him for that, and I love the game for that. And it actually has, like, surprisingly good writing for a game that won't stop chattering, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, one of the things that uh, I was fearing leading into that game was that I was going to uh, hate the experience of, like, yes, yes, you're very clever, shut up. Um, but it's not, it's not at all the case. Uh, I, I think Pitt would be an effective comedian if uh, he, you know, just took a break from, like, flying around and shooting arrows at things. I think uh, Pitt's a good pick. I also feel like Palutena could be a good one as well um, because... They might do like a two-person act. They definitely like play off of each other in that game. Um, but I my pick is not going to be Palutena, although I guess we could put her on there if we want. But my pick is going to be Scout from Murder by Numbers, which is like the little oh, robot so good. that you're trying to help. That yeah. They are like getting their memory back. And um, I think the reason I'm picking them is I feel like Scout has a lot of, like, dad joke energy. Tons of it. Um, And so he's going to be, like, the – or Scout, I guess I don't know what it is. Scout is going to be, like, the kind of, like, Jim Gaffigan, right? Scout, you're going to be able to take your parents to see. Yeah. Everybody's going to have a good time. You're going to laugh. Um, So, yeah, Scout Scout is my pick. Um, Yeah, that's, that's, that's really good. Um, Man – I forgot how good just like the experience of playing murder by numbers is Yeah, mm-hmm. um, like the story is so smart and like it goes to such interesting places, like just physically interesting places. Um, what a great game. The next list is uh, the future oriented yearbook superlatives. And they go like this. Most likely to be Instagram famous, most likely to break a world record, most likely to get married first. 
most likely to invent a new form of social media, <laughs> most likely to move out of the country, most likely to remain to remain high school sweethearts. Okay, so that's got a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, most likely to save the planet, most likely to stay in hometown, most likely to win a Nobel Prize, and most likely to win the Super Bowl. Famously a one-person uh, feat. I have rolled the number seven. Most likely to save the planet. Mark, I am very glad that I recently played Metroid Zero Mission. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who are you going to call? You're going to call Samus Aran, yeah, baby. Gonna, yeah. She's going to save the planet. Now, does she? could you argue that she has a better record of escaping planets as they explode? <laughs> Yeah, that actually you could. You could argue that, but but is she in so doing, in so starting the detonation process? Is she in fact saving other planets in a way from the scourge of Metroids? Yes, yes, yeah. Do you want me on the? Here's a tip: if you are ever on the same planet as Samus, leave immediately. No good can come from being in the same place as Samus. Do you want Samus to exist in the universe? Yes, but if she shows up and you're around, like. Get while the get is good. I mean, also look around to make sure you're not part of the problem. Because <laughs> if Samus is That's there, right. you might take be part a moment of the to self reflect. Right. right? Yeah. You know, are you a space pirate? Are you a Metroid? It's the sort of thing that happens so gradually you may not even realize it. You'd be like, yeah, I do a couple things that are space piratey, I guess. <laughs> okay. The other character, the character that I'm going to nominate for this is most likely to save the planet. Mm-hmm. In the future-based category of superlatives from Shutterfly.com. I think I'm going to... So, uh, I played a little bit of Kirby's Dreamland 3 this year, and I'm going to go ahead and say Kirby. Yeah, great pick. Oh, uh, And we've seen it happen, right? In uh, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. In the... What's the... the the that the spirit that's is it spirit? The spirit board. No, spirit board is a different thing. Mm-hmm. What is it called? The adventure mode. Who can remember? Who cares? <laughs> but he's the, he's the sole survivor and brings everyone back to life. Is it World of Light? Yes, World of Light. You nailed it, Mark. It's a good pick. I just feel like Kirby, Kirby and uh, Samus would make a good team because Kirby, extremely powerful, maybe too powerful, but thanks to his design, feels really warm and welcoming yeah. and like marshmallowy, right? So like Kirby... And Samus would show up on your planet, and you'd see Samus. You, and you, would, you would start to panic, <laughs> right? But Kirby would be like, "It's gonna be okay, right?" He's gonna keep your blood pressure down while you get out because right. you're still gonna want to get out. Don't like neither of them. I would say have like the most amazing track record for things not exploding at right. the end of their time wherever they are. But um, did we screw up in not picking Link in this one? Because like Link actually does save. And Hyrule's not a planet, it's like a continent or whatever. But like, did we screw up here? The thing about I mean, yeah, maybe. Although, to be fair, neither of us actually played Breath of the Wild this year. We played Age of Calamity, in which Link fails. Right? In a way. <laughs> but as, as he I mean, we, we did out. play we did play we played a couple of Zelda games this year. Oh, great point. Because we also played um Link to the Past. Where he is successful. Mm-hmm. And we played one more. We also played well, we are playing Oracle of Ages. Right, 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 right. But yeah, I mean, I think I think Link would be uh here's what I'm gonna say. Link is the character that like when everybody's filling out their ballots for yearbook superlatives, uh-huh. they're like, Oh, Link has this in the bag, right? Sure. Like everybody's gonna vote for Link. Everybody's voting for Link. But I like Kirby. Kirby's nice, you know, when we see whenever we see each other in the hall, Kirby says hi to me. I like Kirby. So Kirby's like the dark horse candidate, the surprise pick, who and and Link ends up like, I mean, maybe he gets one later. But Sure, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just we're just uh we're we're bookmarking Link for later. Or maybe he doesn't get one at all. Or maybe he doesn't get one at all. Yeah, who knows? That happens this could be a total sometimes. upset. Mm-hmm. Um uh, all right. Next Speaking category. of which, out of the box yearbook superlatives. Best person to share a deserted island with. Okay. Most likely to beat all of Michael Jordan's records. All of them. So this is for, like, uh, shoe endorsements. (laughs) This is for whatever Space Uh Jam-related things? Yeah, okay. Most likely to become a superhero. 
most likely to lead a protest, most likely to leave and never come back, <laughs> most likely to marry a millionaire, most likely to quietly take over the world, hmm. most likely to run off with the circus, most likely to visit Mars, and most likely to win the lottery and lose the ticket. So now this is what I'm saying when I say that like I fear that these superlatives would ultimately be too mean. Right, like if you got any of, I mean, not uh, beat Michael Jordan's records, uh-huh. or and not the Desert Island one, but there are a couple of these that are like straight up digs, right? Like, like what? To win the lottery and lose the ticket? Okay, yeah, that one's kind of a dig. To that run off and join the circus? <laughs> hey, if that's what you're, you're that's a running did. off. It's not that you, you are have like to a be, performer. That <laughs> you have to be motivated. If you, like, I think it's a it's a high five for motivation if mm. you run off and join the circus because there are precious few circuses in the world anymore so it's not like that's true you don't have to find one right do your research you have to know where you're going you have to like be handy and have a skill of some kind if you're going to join the circus right i guess i mean if you are if you have no skills and you want to join the circus they're going to be like no thanks we don't need dead weight no but they do they need someone to like shovel elephant poop that is a skill that's that's a service that somebody can provide. It's a service. I agree with yeah. that. I don't know if it's a skill. <laughs> I think we will just agree to disagree. Okay. Um, number two, most likely to be all of Michael Jordan's records. Okay. All right. It. Well, I'm going to say that you played uh, one of the F-Zero games this past year. So I'm going to say Captain Falcon. Wow. If uh, if anybody can do it, Captain Falcon can. Um. That's <laughs> keep going on that. Captain for a second. Falcon hanging out with the Looney Tunes. I can see it. I mean, that would be great. Uh, it, so if if nothing else, um, both Michael Jordan and uh, Captain Falcon have experience in crazy crossover scenarios. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, ca- they yeah. are yeah. Captain Falcon. Uh, you played F Zero GP. I did. I did. Which sure. um, is what I'm pulling from. Um, and then I believe. And this is a well I'm happy that we're visiting twice. Uh, but I'm going back to Ring Fit Adventure. Um, Drago, that dude will not quit training. That's true. He's obsessed with it. Yeah. And I know that like Michael Jordan was also very driven. He would take it as a personal affront when anyone would dare to be better than him. Totally, Drago. Um, or even have like a momentarily better performance than him. Yeah. Um, Drago, similarly obsessed, similarly maniacal. Also probably has a problem with gambling. I'm going to say Drago is going to break every single one of Michael Jordan's records. And I would buy Drago shoes if they existed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a- absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. So the, the next category is the Varsity MVP Yearbook Superlatives. Uh, now, these are just single word examples. I'm, I'm going to read the d- description paragraph. Uh, what would any school experience be without extracurricular activities? From Friday night football games and marching band competitions to school plays and holiday dance recitals, these are the moments your classmates will never forget. This makes it all the more important to give a special nod to the MVPs of your class. So these are MVPs in the following 10 areas. Number one, band. Number two, baseball or softball. Number three, Basketball. Number four, choir. Number five, dance. Number six, soccer. Number seven, it just says swim. I would say swimming. Number eight, tennis. Number nine, track. Number 10, water polo. (laughs) Made the list. Made the top 10. Seems strange to me. Orchestra, where is it? Drama? They mentioned it in the paragraph. It's not on the list. Uh, Number eight, we are going with tennis. Who (laughs) gets the MVP for tennis from the list? Of games that we've played. Now we've played a lot of Mario games. We have played a lot of Mario, and games. the Mario characters famously do play tennis. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm gonna say. From Yoku's Island Express, a game that I played over the last year, is the name of the main beetle Yoku? Is that is that his name? We are going to say it is. We're gonna say it is. Yeah. Um. So this is a game that you play, but it, it's like a Metroidvania sort of like exploring the the space. But you do a lot of navigating with like uh, 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 pinball style flippers, right? Um, which uh, feels very much to me like a, a a tennis racket, sort of like turning turning the the paddles into rackets mm-hmm. and your character into the ball. Uh, so I'm going to say that uh, Yoku from Yoku's Island Express, uh, assuming of course that is his name. It is. I looked it up. Perfect. It is, Thank in fact. You. Yoku from Yoku's Island Express. I think that's a great pick. Um, I am 
I I am so Overcooked is on our list of games that we've played, and <laughs> I'm going to say any of the chefs from Overcooked. Wow, I any think any be, of them, any of them would okay. be really good at. Um, I'll pick one. The raccoon is would be really good at tennis because they are so used to like volleying things in that kitchen back and forth, right? Uh-huh. Be it meat, be it buns, be it vegetables. They're on it because they have to be. And so I think they'd be able to take that focus and that precision and like that drive and apply it to tennis without much of a problem. And I think uh, use uh, like good in both a like one-on-one scenario and in playing doubles, right? Yes, totally. Because like the teamwork is a, an absolutely crucial part of Overcooked. And if you're playing doubles tennis, like it's, it's very important that you be in sync. You understand where your partner is at all times. That, this totally tracks Because I think they're invested Right, yeah. like in anything they do, they're invested. So, are they going to like scream? Are they going to yell? Are they going to like get upset when things, when like uh, they fault or right. something like that? Yeah, a hundred percent. But I also think they're able to turn it off when they get like you in more like social situations. Yeah, I think I think that's absolutely right. Okay, next up on our list, this is the final category: creative yearbook superlatives. So. Forget all the boring, run-of-the-mill superlatives, non-creative superlatives we've done before. Although I believe this list was supposed to be 100 creative superlatives, (laughs) and the final category is just creative superlatives. But these are the most creative, Mm -hmm. the 10 most creative yearbook superlatives, most likely to be on the cover of Women's Vogue or Men's Vogue. Let's just say Vogue. (laughs) Most likely to to become a famous artist, most likely to become a wildlife photographer, Pokemon Snap, we're looking in your direction. <laughs> most likely to dance in a Beyonce music video. Most likely to direct an Oscar-winning film. Most likely to get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I'm understanding now creative yearbooks of relatives, what they mean yes, by that. Yes, that makes sense. Uh, most likely to start a band. Most likely to win a Grammy. Most likely to win The Voice. And most likely to write the next Star Wars. Can we just talk about the huge disparity between all of the rest of these and most likely to start a band? <laughs> the rest of these are like end game. Like you've already completed the project. I think it's and nice been that rewarded. it's attainable. <laughs> and I think it's nice that somebody who is most likely to start a band yeah. is not necessarily the one who's most likely to win a Grammy. <laughs> it could be, Absolutely. but not necessarily. It's not even like most likely to release a gold record. No, because I could totally see that there is a Nintendo character who like is just jonesing to start a band. Yes. Like at any opportunity, they're like, we should start a band, right? Yeah. Oh, he's one of those guys that's like, oh, uh, Cheeseburger Car Wash, that sounds like a band that we should start. But that is totally different from somebody who would end up winning a Grammy. Who right. has like the political wherewithal, can, you know. Uh, right. rub the right elbows i mean there are a lot of different ways to win grammys Uh right like it's not just being in a band and being a performer like it's a lot of songwriting there's a lot of producers spoken word (laughs) yeah absolutely there are a lot of things that need to be produced Mm -hmm. okay all right so rolling the die five we won't be likely to direct an oscar winning film most likely to direct an oscar winning film This one, challenging. I also think it's challenging. I've got an idea, but I'm trying to remember the character's name. Here's, and I'm not sure I'm 100% on board for this, but here, let's see if we can talk this one through. Yeah. I'm going to pitch Fox McCloud because okay. I think Fox McCloud has real Michael Bay energy. Mm, okay he's and like actually michael bay and not like michael bay character energy yeah like i think that fox mcleod in the star fox universe could easily fall into directing michael bay-esque films michael bay famously has never won an oscar for directing i i assume (laughs) although it is just an oscar winning uh a, a film that wins oscars yes or at least one Oscar. So it could be a technical awards. Right. It could be makeup. It mm-hmm. could be screenplay. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I have talked myself into it. I'm going to say Fox McCloud. Um, it's a good answer. I like it. I'm sorry to have uh, pushed back on it so much. Well, th- that's, how we, yeah, that's, how, that's how we came to the truth. Right. It's because you questioned it. I was right. able to volley back like a overcooked chef. 
and famously good at tennis. Uh huh. Um, that's good. What so? What do you? What movie do you think he would make? Do you think he would make like the movie of like the Lilat Wars? Was is that something Fox McCloud would would make? See, so I think that uh, I, I think Michael Bay movies are less like they're not really like space combat focus. Mm, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's a little more like down to earth. So I think it would be like the dinosaur planet stuff that like Star Fox Adventures that would be turned into a Michael yeah. Bay esque. Yeah, no, I, I like that. And then that that's good, like you've got different scales of things mm-hmm. and you can have like big city wrecking things with the dinosaurs. I like that. Um I'm going to put forth Detective Utsugi from Famicom Detective Club. Okay. So this is uh someone who has a real world experience mm-hmm. as a detective uh in, you know, nineteen eighties uh Tokyo, right? Uh, and he's going to bring all of his uh, wherewithal. It's a, it's a real like David Simon uh, scenario, right? Where someone who uh, is like a beat, uh, beat reporter in Baltimore for so long brings all of his knowledge of like the criminal world to the TV show, makes The Wire one of the best TV shows ever made. I think uh, Utsugi is going to do the same thing with a movie, and it'll obviously win all the Oscars, just as The Wire probably didn't win all that many awards when it was on but is uh, is remembered as a very good show <laughs> i think that's right i think uh utsugi would be a like a uh, uh an alfred hitchcock where the Ooh. movies that he directs would be some of them would be awarded right like uh rebecca was awarded best picture right but hitchcock would also never do pulpy won stuff yeah. and i think like utsugi would probably never win but the movies that he created would win a lot of awards around him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that that's probably right. I wonder if he would win though because he is like connected enough and like plays well enough with authority. Mm. Like one of the things that is a little disarming about Famicom Detective Club is that we almost never suspect the police of any wrongdoing, right? Like the authorities are always ultimately good in those games, um which is n- a, an anti-hallmark of most detective stories, right? Um so I don't know. I feel like he's he's he knows how to schmooze. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe I wouldn't count him out. I'll say that. Before we review what we've got on the list, um, obviously we set up that Link is basically owed one of these superlatives, uh, but we haven't given him one. Uh, so uh, we took a quick break. We decided we have to find a superlative to give to Link because, uh, frankly, I don't want to upset the hero of, of time. No. The hero of Hyrule. Um, Mark, what are you thinking would be a good superlative from this list of 100 superlatives from Shutterfly to give to Link? One, I feel like, is most likely to get ID'd when they're 30 from the appearance-based yearbook superlatives. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean... He's always, like, bouncing through time. Yeah. Right? And he's always, like, youthful. I mean, what what about best celebrity lookalike? <laughs> because he so frequently looks like the last hero that's right you know what i mean yeah yeah that i like that one best celebrity look like would go to link all right all right good so link has one now let's review the whole list um uh we'll go back and forth uh for best all around mario and ayumi from famicom detective club for best eyes scott howell from monster prom and tara from final fantasy 3 uh most likely to drop their phone in the toilet of course captain toad and subasa from um the tokyo mirage sessions sharp epi most involved is zelda from the legend of zelda and ring from ring fit adventure uh biggest drama king slash queen we got wario from all wario and aphrodite from hades best uh comedian most likely to be a comedian is Pitt, and from the Kid Icarus games, I totally blanked for a second, <laughs> and Scout from Murder by Numbers. Most likely to save the planet, we got Samus Aran from Metroid, and Kirby from Kirby. Up next is most likely to beat Michael Jordan's records. Good recall on that. I and just wrote M. Jordan <laughs> in the notes. And for that, we have Captain Falcon mm-hmm. from F-Zero and Smash Brothers, and Drago from... The Ring Fit Adventure game. Uh, next is the MVP in tennis. Uh, we have Yoku from Yoku's Island Express and the Raccoon Chef from Overcooked. And then finally, we have most likely to direct an Oscar-winning film, and that is Utsugi, Detective Utsugi from Famicom Detective Clubs, 
and Fox McCloud from the Star Fox game. Uh, and then, of course, Link gets uh, Best Celebrity. Yeah, you big baby, you won one. <laughs> All right, Mark, let's close this out. All right, that is going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. If you think there are any obvious Nintendo characters that we should have awarded one of these uh, superlatives to, you heard us list them all. You can email us at Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. Also, if anyone just has any like uh, personal anecdotes about experiencing uh, superlatives in a yearbook, I'd love to hear them. It seems so weird. I wonder, is it a thing outside of the United States? Great question. Yeah. Great no qu- idea. Uh, yeah, there's there's no way to know, except for when people tell us. Write into us, Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. Uh, remember, please rate, review, and follow us on Apple Podcasts. If you like the episode, you can share it on Facebook or Twitter or written in the back of your friend's yearbook. Um, that helps us out tremendously. When you do that, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nin Cart Society. We also have a Facebook page, which is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Olivia Duncan made our logo. Our theme music is provided by Ape Betty. You can get more of his music by going to apebetty.com or by listening right now. From my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Eller saying thank you for listening and have a great summer. My name is Will Himes, and I am a ghostwriter, meaning I write other people's books for them. And I have a podcast called I Will Write Your Book, which are recordings of my meetings with my eccentric clients, such as a woman blocked after one sentence of a children's book about her dogs, a romance novelist who dislikes sex, and a man proud of having sampled everything in his local grocery store. This podcast has been described as fully improvised, played by some of the best comedians on the planet Earth. Hey, that's pretty good. That's I Will Write Your Book on Campfire Media. Campfire.